0: The world is changing fast, but you can learn it at a slower pace. Special English. You're listening to Special English. Here is the news The archaeological reports on three caves of the millennium old Morgal Grottoes, a UNESCO World Heritage Site in China's Dunhuang, have been published. According to the Dunhuang Academy, it took over a decade to complete the 300,000 character reports, which focus on number 256, 257 and 259 caves of the grottos, and constitute the second volume of the complete works on Dunhuang grottos. This epic compilation project was launched in 1994 by then deputy head of the Dunhuang Academy, Fan jin and the first volume of the collection was published in 2011. The second volume, consisting of three issues recorded in detail, the positions, structures, preservation, status quo of the three caves, as well as sculptures, murals, and inscriptions in the caves. It also includes past records of investigations, surveying, and mapping, photos and carbon-14 dating reports, among other related information. In addition to the meticulously written records, the second volume features nearly 300 illustrations, more than 900 photos, and 43 digital panoramic pictures. Zhang Xiaogang, deputy head of the Dunhuang Academy, said that the archaeological reports are not only the most comprehensive references about the caves, but also the most scientific archives, noting one day, should the caves no longer exist, future generations could completely restore the caves based on the archaeological reports. Built between the 4th and 14th centuries, The Morgau Grottoes are home to a vast collection of Buddhist artworks with more than 2,000 coloured sculptures and 45,000 square metres of murals located in 735 caves carved along the cliffs by ancient worshippers. You're listening to Special English. The China Manned Space Agency has unveiled the names of the new vehicles for future manned lunar exploration missions. The new manned spacecraft is named Mengzhou, meaning dream vessel, which reflects the fact that the manned lunar exploration carries the Chinese people's space dream and opens a new journey of space adventure. The lunar lander is named Lan Yue, meaning Embracing the Moon, which symbolises the Chinese people's confidence in exploring the universe. The names were selected from nearly 2,000 proposals solicited from the public. According to the Manned Space Agency, China plans to land its Tychonauts on the Moon before 2030 to carry out scientific exploration. The plan is to launch two carrier rockets to send a manned spacecraft and a lunar lander, respectively, into lunar orbit. The spacecraft and lunar lander will rendezvous and dock with each other after which the Taikonauts will enter the lander. So far, the research and development of Meng Zhou, Lan Yue, and Long March 10 carrier rocket have been progressing smoothly. This is Special English. Chengdu, the capital of southwest China's Sichuan province, has announced a two-week buffer period to help students ease their transition back to academic life, as thousands of students ended a month-long winter break in late February. According to the Chengdu Education Bureau, students are allowed to delay submitting their holiday homework in the first two weeks teachers cannot deny students attendance for not completing their homework during this period. Additionally, the authority recommended postponing school registration times on the first day to 9.30am. During these initial two weeks, schools are advised against scheduling tests with the exception of final-year high school students preparing for the Gaokao, China's college entrance examination. Schools are also required to organise a mental assessment for all students, focusing on parent-child relationships and the psychological dynamics of students during the winter holiday. Every time before the new academic year looms, social media are abuzz with posts and videos of students racing to meet their homework deadlines, drawing millions of views, while some parents have argued on social media that a buffer period undermines the development of crucial time management skills, others lauded the policy shift. Speaking to local media, Zhang Janan, a teacher in Hangzhou, in East China's Zhejiang province, underscored that only a small fraction of students had failed to complete their assignments adding that delaying homework doesn't mean not submitting it at all. Zhang noted that with the buffer period, students start to understand the importance of better time management. The policy introduced in Chengdu is part of a growing trend across the country. In 2021, Shaoshan district in Hangzhou announced that primary and secondary students were not strictly required to complete their winter vacation homework. Similarly, last year, Hefei, in East China's Anhui province, mandated that schools adopt a homework buffer period, permitting students to hand in their assignments within the first two weeks of the new semester. You're listening to Special English. We all enter this world with a universal greeting. <laughs> <laughs> we then learn to speak. Bonjour. Comment allez-vous? Hoy estoy muy Though our languages, cultures, and traditions may differ, we still share one thing in common. We have hope for humanity and the world. An additional General Railway Company, Director Pansy, of the International Climate. Hear the difference with CGTN Radio. Join our global network to connect with the world. CGTN Radio. Hear the difference. You're listening to Special English. Shipments of foldable smartphones in the Chinese market surged 114% in 2023, compared with the previous year. Shipment volume of such phones exceeded 7 million units last year, marking a year-on-year increase of over 100% for four consecutive years that is according to a report released by global market research firm international data corporation the report attributed the breakout growth to improved consumer experience and a further decline in prices in 2023 foldable smartphones costing 1000 us dollars and more took up 66% of the market share, down from 81% registered in 2022. This is Special English. China has published guidelines to improve protection of the rights of workers engaged in new employment forms, such as ride hailing and food delivery. The guidelines compiled by the Ministry of Human Resources and Social Security stipulate detailed and practical rules to guide platform businesses in improving labour management and addressing problems, including excessive working hours and platform rules lacking sufficient transparency. According to the guidelines, workers involved in the platform economy such as delivery transport and home services will start to enjoy minimum wage protection platform businesses are required to prevent overwork ensure higher labor payment for working during holidays and solicit opinions before changing algorithms related to workers' rights and interests. Together with new modes of business and evolving consumption patterns, new types of occupations have kept emerging in China in recent years and have become key sources of job creation. China has 84 million workers engaged in new employment forms, and their working conditions have been gradually brought under the spotlight. The government previously released several documents to protect their rights and interests. You're listening to Special English. A new handbag culture has been catching on across China, as many young people are abandoning brand name bags and turning to makeshift ones, such as reusable grocery bags or conference bags. People find such bags practical, wearable and fashionable, and they can be carried on the shoulder and back. They are suitable for both men and women, and different age groups. One representative example is the Shenzhen bag, which includes canvas bags, paper bags, milk tea packages, among others, which citizens tend to carry around for daily use in Shenzhen, in South China's Guangdong province. One local resident said such bags can accommodate all kinds of stuff. Some bags even have thermal insulation coatings. The emerging handbag culture reveals a new consumption attitude as young Chinese people are no longer blindly pursuing brands as a status symbol, but advocate a simple and low-carbon life. In addition to the handbag, Many young people, regardless of their monthly income, are living in a more relaxed and casual way, in line with a good-enough mentality. Loose T-shirts, Crocs and canvas bags are basically their standard mode. Wang Ning, a sociology professor at Southeast University in Nanjing, said that through rational consideration and calculation, consumers today are trying to find the cheapest, most practical and cost-effective shopping way. The new handbag trending has also brought business opportunities. Carrying the packaging bags printed with logos means moving advertising for the relevant products. The phenomenon of Shenzhen bag has also benefited paper bag manufacturers. Nanwang, an eco-friendly paper packaging enterprise based in southeast China's Fujian province, sold more than 5 billion food packages in 2022, creating revenue of 1 billion yuan, or more than 140 million US dollars You're listening to Special English Astronomers have found three previously unknown moons in the solar system two additional moons circling Neptune and one around Uranus The distant tiny moons were spotted by the powerful land-based telescopes in Hawaii and Chile, and were announced by the minor planet centre of the International Astronomical Union. The latest tally puts Neptune at 16 known moons, and Uranus at 28. One of Neptune's new moons has the longest known orbital journey yet. It takes around 27 years for the small outer moon to complete one lap around Neptune, the vast icy planet farthest from the Sun. That is according to Scott Shepard, an astronomer at the Carnegie Institution for Science in Washington, who helped make the discovery. The new moon orbiting Uranus, with an estimated diameter of just eight kilometres, is likely the smallest of the planet's moons. Shepard said they suspected that there may be many more smaller moons yet to be discovered. This is Special English. Over 300 oriental white storks a species under first-class national protection, have recently arrived at Nandagang Wetland in north China's Hebei province, tripling the number observed in the same period last year. That is according to the Wetlands Management Office, listed as an endangered species by the International Union for Conservation of Nature, Oriental white stalks have strict requirements for their living environment. Only wetlands with abundant food and water sources, as well as a high quality ecological environment, can become their habitats. Nandar Gang Wetland in Sangzhou is an important stopover and breeding site along the East Asian Australasian Flyway. Over recent years, a natural wetland ecosystem consisting of water bodies, shallows and habitat islands have all been restored. Due to improved ecological conditions, more than 100,000 migratory birds were monitored in Nandagang wetland in 2023. Compared to 20,000 in 2019. Meng Zhao Lei, Director of the Nada Gang Wetland and Bird Nature Reserve Management Office, said that as the peak of the spring migration approaches, the wetland will strengthen daily patrols and monitoring through a combination of AI technology and manpower to ensure the safe migration and breeding of the birds. You're listening to Special English. That is the end of this edition of Special English. To recap, I'm going to read two of the news items again at normal speed. Please listen carefully. Chengdu, the capital of southwest China's Sichuan province, has announced a two-week buffer period to help students ease their transition back to academic life, as thousands of students ended a month-long winter break in late February. According to the Chengdu Education Bureau, students are allowed to delay submitting their holiday homework in the first two weeks. Teachers cannot deny students attendance for not completing their homework during this period. Additionally, the authority recommended postponing school registration times on the first day to 9.30am. During these initial two weeks, schools are advised against scheduling tests with the exception of final-year high school students preparing for the Gaokao, China's college entrance examination. Schools are also required to organise a mental assessment for all students, focusing on parent-child relationships and psychological dynamics of students during the winter vacation. Every time before the new academic year looms, social media are abuzz with posts and videos of students racing to meet their homework deadlines, drawing millions of views. While some parents have argued on social media that a buffer period undermines the development of crucial time management skills, others lauded the policy shift. Speaking to local media, Zhang Jiannan, a teacher in Hangzhou in East China's Zhejiang province, underscored that only a small fraction of students had failed to complete their assignments, adding that delaying homework doesn't mean not submitting it at all. Zhang noted that with the buffer period, students start to understand the importance of better time management. The policy introduced in Chengdu is part of a growing trend across the country. In 2021, Shaoshan district in Hangzhou announced that primary and secondary students were not strictly required to complete their winter vacation homework. Similarly, last year, Hefei in East China's Anhui province mandated that schools adopt a homework buffer period permitting students to hand in their assignments within the first two weeks of the new semester. This is Special English. A new handbag culture has been catching on across China as many young people are abandoning brand name bags and turning to makeshift ones such as reusable grocery bags or conference bags. People find such bags practical, wearable and fashionable as they can be carried on the shoulder and back. They are suitable for both men and women and different age groups. One representative example is the Shenzhen bag, which includes canvas bags, paper bags, milk tea packages, among others, which citizens tend to carry around for daily use in Shenzhen, in South China's Guangdong province. One local resident said such bags can accommodate all kinds of stuff. Some bags even have thermal insulation coatings. The emerging handbag culture reveals a new consumption attitude as young Chinese people are no longer blindly pursuing brands as a status symbol, but advocate a simple and low-carbon life. In addition to the handbag, many young people, regardless of their monthly income, are living in a more relaxed and casual way, in line with a good-enough mentality. Loose T-shirts, Crocs and canvas bags are basically their standard mode. Wang Ning, a sociology professor at Southeast University in Nanjing, said that through rational consideration and calculation, consumers today are trying to find the cheapest, most practical, and cost-effective shopping way. The new handbag trending has also brought business opportunities. Carrying the packaging bags printed with logos means moving advertising for the relevant products. The phenomenon of Shenzhen bag has also benefited paper bag manufacturers. Nanwang, an eco-friendly paper packaging enterprise based in southeast China's Fujian province, sold more than 5 billion food packages in 2022, creating revenue of 1 billion yuan, or over 140 million US dollars. That is the end of today's program. I hope you'll join us every day to learn English at a slower pace.